0: Good morning, Trisha. It is April 11th. It is Monday, and this is the Lisa Turkhurst Seeing Beautiful Again devotional. Number 27. When the only thing you have left to give is time, be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am languishing. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long? Psalm 6, 2-3. I love today's passage because it's a prayer first offered by someone who knows the pain of languishing. That's not a word I use often, but it's actually the perfect word to describe what I felt during the years of great pain and uncertainty about my marriage. Many people ask why I stayed and fought for my marriage. The answer that to that is complicated and intricate as trying to understand what makes the ocean pull back and stop at the shore. As I've talked about before there was a re- there was a season when it wasn't reasonable or responsible to stay so there were long stretches of separation in our journey just like when the ocean doesn't <laughs> respect the boundary of the shoreline and hurricane conditions force evacuations but when the shoreline became safe again and I had a choice to say I wrestled through fears of being hurt again is, is an understatement. There was also so much pain and damage done that it felt like trying again was harder than walking away. Our journey our journey had lasted so long with so many dashed hopes along the way that I just didn't know if I had anything left to give. So I gave the only thing I could, and that was time. I made the decision to let some time pass and just observe how committed art was to pursuing healing. <laughs> whether or not I was open to him pursuing me. And I sought out wise advice from trusted friends who had been through life-altering heartbreaks and were now walking in healing. No matter what trauma or difficult issues you are facing, here are three pieces of wisdom those friends gave me that were truly helpful. One, trust is built with time, plus believable behavior. My counselor taught me this, and it took the pressure off of me to feel like I had to figure everything out. (laughs) I just had to pay attention to choices Art was making, what the Lord was saying to me in my time in his word, and how my own healing was going. I was honest during the season about my progress and my setbacks. My emotions got triggered, and I often wanted to talk about what I was experiencing. And honestly, the very best gauge I had was Art's reaction. If he was patient understanding, it built my confidence that this heart was in a tender place two he will either be in recovery or relapse a wise friend of mine who knew how addictions can complicate healing situations shared this with me it isn't as clear-cut in some situations but for me i could tell by his daily choices the choices that someone makes often point to the habits they are establishing for their life moving forward healthy choices become habits that become healthy patterns that become a healthy life of recovery my part in all this is to always be honest about what I'm seeing, health or unhealth, recovery or relapse. This isn't to put a label on someone, but rather to honestly gauge how to move forward. <coughs> 3. Lisa, why do you what do you ultimately want? The simple question also proved incredibly helpful during the season. My answer was that I wanted to be able to enjoy simple moments again. And if that's what I wanted, I had to make choices that fed peace into my life rather than constantly jumping on the emotional charged opportunities that are often presented in moments of relational crisis. I didn't do this perfectly, but I did do it intentionally. I intentionally chose not to take the bait Satan often offered me to say cutting remarks, pile on shame, or present myself as the one who made better choices. Forgiveness is a process. Healing is a long journey, and I'll never ever criticize another person's for choices they made that were different from mine when placed in the same horror and heartbreak as I was. But reconciliation and redemption are not one and the same. Even if your situation doesn't allow for reconciliation, redemptive redemption is still yours for the choosing. I experienced redemption with God before my marriage reconciled. But after time had passed, I realized it was possible to heal together. And I'm so grateful, Art and I both did the hard work of putting our marriage back together. Together, We have made the choice to let God use our story, as messy it is, because we know others would drown in their own tears if not for being the glimmer of hope in ours. So my friend, if you find yourself today in a situation where you feel like there's nothing else to give but time, I know that painful ache all too well. But I love this verse at the end of Psalm 6, after David's honest cries about his troubles. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord accepts my prayer. God hears your plea. God accepts your prayer. And whether it's redemption or reconciliation or a completely different situation from mine, God will breathe life into the shattered pieces of your story and create something new and more beautiful than ever before in His way, in His timing. God, thank you for working on our behalf, even when we are at the end of our strength. We trust you to bring beauty from our story, even when the pieces of it feel so broken. When the only thing I, we have left to give is time. Show us how to live obediently in the waiting moments. In Jesus' name, amen.